At this time, every week we go across to Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe to see what's making headlines over there. Kevin, good afternoon to you. How are you, Jonathan? Uh, President Obama made a new friend this week in, in, in the form of Pope Francis at the Vatican. Let's hear what the U.S. president thought of his holiness. Uh, yeah, I was, I was extremely moved uh, by his insights about uh, the importance of us all having uh, a moral perspective uh, on world problems and not simply thinking in terms of our own narrow self-interests. Unlike his predecessor, Kevin, President Obama hasn't really made a big deal out of his Christian beliefs. We don't see lots of footage of him attending church, for example. How sensitive is religion for him in in the States at the moment, and how has this particular meeting been viewed? Well, it was used against him by his enemies. Um, there, There is still a sizable rump of the GOP, the Republican Party, that believes and still talks about uh, President Obama being a Muslim. Um, it's it's extraordinary how many Americans still believe he is a Muslim. Um, they obviously would be far out on the right-wing uh, fringe, but uh, it's a sizable part of the American population. This thing was played very low-key. I thought it would be a bigger deal, but it really wasn't. Um, Obama doesn't do ex- exactly well with uh, American Catholics, uh, but religion has not been his he did not make a big deal of it. If you recall, Jonathan, his his biggest problem when he ran the first time in 2008 is that he had a minister named Wright uh, who was really out there. He was a African-American minister who talked about America being the most racist place on earth, and the right wing really tried to use it to beat up Obama. So Obama, I think, has consciously avoided um, religion. Uh, which is very unusual for American politicians, because mm. if you recall in 2008 when Hillary Clinton tried to uh, become president, she made a big deal about how much she goes to church and how much faith informs her, and everybody said, where the hell did that come from? We'd never heard that before. <laughs> um, I was reading your article earlier on about uh, this Irishman, Kieran Keneally, oh, Kiwi, sorry. as he was known in Boston. Tell us the background about how he died, Kevin. Well, it was about two and a half years ago. It was in October of 2011, and every year in, in Dorchester, there's a section of Dorchester called Adams Corner, and it is about the most Irish place in Boston right now. There's the, an Irish bakery there where all the workers go and get their scones. Kiwi Keneally would have been one of them. He worked construction. And after that um, Irish festival that day, he walked home, and he was confronted outside his home by a young man um, who pointed a gun at him and demanded his money. Now, I knew Kiwi, and a few weeks before that, he had been robbed by a... a he, he gave a $100 bill to a taxi driver, and the guy took it, and when Kiwi demanded his change, the guy slashed him with a razor. We don't know exactly what happened that night, Jonathan, but knowing Kiwi, I think he said, I am not giving up my money again to some shiftless thug with a gun, and the guy shot him. And... Um, the trial took place last week, and it concluded uh, this Wednesday. And I sat through much of the testimony. And um, there was a, at the time of the shooting, uh, the person who was charged with the, shoot, with the murder of Kiwi Keneally was named John Graham. He was 16 years old at the time, but he was tried as an adult. And um, the problem with the prosecution case is they did not have the murder weapon they did not have forensic evidence that tied this kid to the scene. All they had was was uh, testimony. And the testimony, some of the most crucial testimony, came from a guy named Joel Winslow, who's 24 years old, and for lack of a better term, was John, John Graham's mentor. 
And um, he testified that, you know, this kid got back and, and told him that, you know, God, I, I just shot this guy. He wouldn't give it up. And there were other witnesses who said that this kid confessed to the killing. The most crucial witness was the defendant's own sister, Tanisha Graham, who got up there and said, my brother said uh, I was with Joel and I shot someone. Uh, in the end, the jury discounted that evidence and acquitted him of Kiwi Keneally's murder. Uh, they did find him guilty of shooting two Vietnamese kids in an unrelated shooting 20 days later, in which the ballistics showed that the same gun that killed Kiwi Keneally shot these two Vietnamese kids, and the jury convicted him of that, and he faces up to 20 years or more when he's sentenced on May 1st. Uh, there are a lot of Irish people at this um, hearing. There are a lot of people in the Irish community. I know a lot of uh, people from Connemara and the Aran Islands which is where Kiwi was from. He was from Inishman. And they asked me to explain it to them. And the best thing I could do to explain to them, John, I think the jury engaged in what we call jury nullification. I think the jury looked at the, the witnesses that the prosecution put up and said, you know what, they get the wrong guy on trial, or at the very least, Joel Winslow. Uh, the evidence showed he was the getaway driver in both shootings, and yet he was the prosecution's witness. I think the jury said, why is a 16-year-old on trial for murder when the 24-year-old drove him to it, who lived. But he's still, he, he's still going to, to yeah, he's still going to spend a lot of time in prison, though, for the... Oh, yeah, he's, the not, he's not going anywhere. Dead. And I got to tell you one thing. Um, he, he, better, he better hope that he never finds these Vietnamese kids when they get out, because they were hoping... I was told they did not positively identify him. Uh, they, they were looking for a different kind of justice. They wanted to settle this on the street. So this, right. kid, this kid will be watched, looking over his shoulder the rest of his life. All right, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe. Good to talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, John.